got these questions. Like, I mean, he's probably off the cuffing them, but he definitely has some, okay, I want to make sure I ask him this, 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 and this, just like a real interviewer might. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and maybe that's how he can keep it. So, so, Wait, so, he, so, so anytime they go on tangents, he just asks a question and bring it right back. Nick, like what, like what was really like, why did you do grad school? Um, see, like, like that was like a bill. That was like a bill moment. Like, like he didn't like where this question was going. So he was just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to throw a question out. And I don't know if you noticed this cause you've been listening to him for so long, but of the three yeah. that I listened to, yeah, they'll, they'll be talking about like basketball and then he'll just like drop a question in about, Hey, like, so like, why did you decide to write a book? And then boom, they'll just start talking about a book and then He'll be like, yeah, tell me about that time you did this. And then boom, like he just kind of. So he leads, he, he just lead, leads the conversation and he, by asking the questions and bringing, refocusing the conversation, I guess. And, and, and it, yeah, and he's just like a proper journalist, right? And I mean, mm. we're not, we're not journalists, but. No, um, but that, that's interesting though. And I was thinking like, maybe it makes sense for you to lead the conversation. I kind of follow and maybe there's different times where you know, another pod, like I'll, I'll lead it and I'll be kind of the one asking questions and just steering the conversation a little bit more. Yeah. I like that. Uh, okay. So I'm driving tonight then. Yeah. You're, you're, you're driving. All right. Sounds good. Well guys, this is uh welcome to pencil problems. This is episode number four. Pencil problems is a show where Nick and I talk about problems that sound important but aren't <laughs> dude that's a wicked tagline here we are um all right let's um so a couple things on the docket tonight mm-hmm. we should definitely circle back on your question that you kind of ended with around uh pitching literary agents because i have uh done some thinking and actually spoke to somebody who um uh, is in the process of, of launching a book and okay. so I can, I can fill you in on that, but, um, yeah, then we'll do, so maybe we'll do a quick little update. A, we'll talk about your book agent. We've got one piece of follow-up from today and then we'll, uh, I got a couple of questions for you that's been brewing in my, in my noggin. So, um, cool. yeah, why don't you, uh, hit us with your, with your update and then I'll give you mine. Uh, I've been working on month five. I just finished up my first pass at month five. I decided to make it a little tighter. So on Medium, you know how they tell you how long the reads are? Yeah. Um, the previous months have been about seven minutes. This one's about five minutes. Okay. Uh, I think it's actually a lot, it reads a lot better because it's quicker. Even Alicia kind of likes it a lot more. Uh, like she just kind of sped through it and she enjoyed it but anyways she, she's a proponent of me cutting it down so i tried it and uh i just gotta make a couple more passes add some jiffies in there and uh call it a day and uh just trying to catch up on month six which uh i'm writing right now awesome okay and what's yeah. your like what's your delay again i can't remember like how so the, the baby's actually right now like five and a half months but because i'm writing um every day so like in month one it counts as month one even though you're going from zero to 
um, the end of month one. Right. Uh, yeah. So basically, I'm on the fifth month of being a father right now, but, and but you're sorry? like you, you, you're like you're every day. Like you're right now, you are caught up to today. Or, or yeah, 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 yeah. I just wrote yeah. today's, um, but yeah, I'm caught up to, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, it's funny. Um, so I, I downloaded this app for, uh, I think we mentioned it last week. Oh, so I'll actually just address the follow-up right now as I'm saying this. So we will start doing two things on these pod, these episodes. We mm-hmm. will put chapter blocks in and uh, as in like, when we move from section to section, we'll just mark the time in the show notes and show notes we will start doing. So if we mention something, I will, uh, when I'm re-listening to it to make sure there's no crazy audio pops, I will just uh, add any links into the show notes. So if we mention an app or a book or a podcast or, or something that we, you know, think is share worthy, then it'll just go in the, in the, in the notes. And cool. for the five people listening, I will tell you how to get those notes. So, uh, Nick, Anson, Masashi, maybe somebody, maybe Miller. I don't know. Have we sent it to? Uh, anybody I haven't sent else? it to Miller yet, but uh, I, I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should definitely send it to Miller. I, I'm actually gonna send it to. Uh, it was so my birthday was on Saturday, and I what? happened to. Sh- Happy yeah, birthday! I, well, thank yeah. you. Happy belated! Yeah. And I happen to share a birthday with Ron Becker. So our um, our thesis Told supervisor me. was also born on the 7th. And I think we should send it to him pretty soon. I was thinking like maybe episode 5. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, yeah, which reminds me. That, well, anyway, no, we're not going to go down just 50 tangents today. But um, I did once try to create a podcast where we just interviewed other people at DGP about the projects they were working on, which I still think uh, could be a... A killer yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. So, I can't see Ron being into it. By the way, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Oh yeah, no, he'll hate this for sure. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Especially okay. So just quick, like, did he get? Did he and Mill get divorced? Yeah. Damn. When did I don't know happen? if it's if it's if it's finalized, but I heard like last year, the year before, they they separated. Damn. I didn't know yeah, that. yeah, you you dropped that last week, and I I pretended like I knew, but I I didn't. That's uh, yeah. Anyway, well, hey, hey, he's got to live, man. Guys, loved and lost and never loved at all, or whatever. Um, so quick update on my end. So uh, got another order. Uh, nice. A couple couple days ago, yeah, and uh, I've already shipped it out, so I'm getting way faster at the whole shipping thing and i for those of you interested i we talked about um just sort of like what to do with the sort of trickle of traffic that was still coming in from from adwords and and from seo and what i've decided to do is use a a tool that i thoroughly enjoyed that i was very skeptical about when it first came out called sumo so it's sumo.com and this is made by Noah Kagan, who's pretty familiar to a lot of people. He um, has done the podcast circuit for a long time. He's friends with Tim Ferriss. He was like employee number four at Mint, employee number 37 at Facebook. He started AppSumo, which was a crazy successful uh, company. And then Sumo is now the, his new company. And it's, it's just kind of like a growth toolkit where you can 
a bunch of apps that help you build an audience and grow an audience and all that jazz. So I've uh, just thrown one of their simple kind of, it's called like a, a, a top bar or something where it's just this permanent bar that sits at the top of the site that's fixed. So when you scroll, it's there on mobile, it's there. It's nice and responsive. And it just says, Hey, you know, give me your email and I'll give you a 10% off coupon. And then mm-hmm. when they give me their, their email, I just call it out straight up in the thank you. And I say, Hey, um, yeah, like I'm going to send you some emails and I'm not going to spam you. If that creeps you out, feel free to unsubscribe now here, take the coupon anyway. Um, and yeah, so actually the coupon came or the, the order came from that, uh, from that coupon. So wicked man. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's that. And, uh, confession to make that I went on a rant on the 20 mile March for SEO and I didn't do much March in this week or last week. It was a very busy week for me just with Thanksgiving and um, uh, Hubba is just uh, kind of in like super high gear right now. So I just didn't map out my, my work uh, for SEO and I kind of fell off the map that week. So I have to kind of redouble efforts there, which reminds me, we have to, we have to pencil in another episode to talk about what kind of tools you use to manage side projects. So, um, Let's save that for another episode, but I'm curious, like if you use kind of, let's call them serious tools to manage your side projects, uh, like Jira, Trello. Um, I, I used to be a lot more serious about it, but no, I don't at all. Okay. Uh, I have, hey, uh, yeah, wait, go on. Yeah. Sorry. What's up? Do you, do you have an actual formal, a formal like kind of project um, organizational software that you use? Well, I'm a, I'm a Trello purist so i just love trello i use it like my family has a trello (laughs) we do a retrospective at the end of the week and i mean i'm okay i should say i'm i'm like full into scrum so i scrum is probably the the book that i've gifted the most to people i think it's Mm -hmm. um it's just the i don't know it just makes so much sense in my mind i can't think of a simpler way to organize anything really and so I'm absolutely like a scrum advocate and I find that Trello is you know out of all the tools that are out there it's just the I just start every board and I have the same five cards so you know icebox backlog this week doing and done and waiting Mm -hmm. which is the kind of Mm -hmm. pro one if you're into into scrum just putting a waiting one in there Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, I just find that that's the, so e- even for Able Cells, I, I have a Trello board and I, every time I get an idea, I throw it in the icebox every week on Sundays, I'll set a goal for myself and I'll put those into this week, which is like my, my sprint, I guess. And then on, mm-hmm. um, on Sundays, I'll look at what I actually got done. And, and, uh, depending on how many cards I missed, I whip myself on the back that many, however many story points I missed, I, I uh, I punish myself and uh, you know that's uh, that's basically it. So I guess we just covered that topic because that's that's really all I do. Just I I I kind of used to, I, I used to do that. I used to use like Trello to manage that. I personally prefer not to use software for that. I I like having a physical like to do doing done board. 
um, with like a column for like my my backlog. I just basically put giant stickies on the wall or like on a mirror or get like a giant piece of Bristol board and do it there. Generally, I just do it on my wall. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to. Okay, I'm going to try to. It, it, it's honestly it's it's way better in a family setting i used to do it with my wife um and it's good because it's just central visibility for everybody you don't have to log into some stupid software and update something there or log into some software to see the status of something it's just a very um passive way of just seeing like are you making progress or not making progress by just kind of checking out this wall that's pretty central to your in your apartment or house or something. And did you use um, like a do you use like a so you, like when you say Bristol board? Do you is that the board like the Bristol board is the board? Then you put you put like to do doing done and then stickies on there. Yeah, but then I decided we had that at first. Got rid of the Bristol board because it was like in my condo and it didn't have a lot of space, so I just did like against the wall. Um. Which is even better because it doesn't. I don't trip over it or anything. Um, yeah, so that was that's kind of what we were doing for a bit. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, making a little note here and in my OmniFocus to uh, to give that a shot. I like that, and I think it'd be fun for the kids too. Like Jack's probably at the age where he'll under. I could even give him tasks. Like we can. Yeah. Yeah, we have like a point system where he gets stars if he does certain things. And um, right now they're all related to his biology, which we don't have to get into. But if he does certain things with his body that are good, we, um, we give him, okay, that sounds creepy. I'll just say if he basically, when he uh, goes to the bathroom by himself and washes his hands, <laughs> mm-hmm he gets a star and nice. when he brushes his teeth he gets a star and if he nice. uh, gets 10 stars he gets a toy so that's oh. the, that's the uh that's the little system but yeah it'd be great if we can if we could like give him cards and stuff that's a, that's a great idea and you can do it like 10 10 washroom 10 self uh washroom visits 10 self hand washes and yeah. these are individual tasks for the week. I don't know, I don't know how you're going to break those up, but no, no, uh, I think I think for that one we would do like I think we got to keep the it took us a long time to get him into the into the stars thing, so I don't want to yeah. I don't want to change up that, but maybe we do something like, you know, um do something nice for Emma or something and put that in the backlog and then he'd have to like do something nice throughout the week and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you've inspired me. I will um I'm definitely gonna think on that. Um, but then after a while, it fell off. We just, we stopped using it because yeah. the tool's only as good as like how vigilant you guys are in using it. You know. That, that's so true. I've I've fallen off the. It's funny. My one of my coworkers um, kind of called me out actually. So have you ever played the game uh, Start Stop Continue with people at work? No, what's that? So I got this from uh, Reed. Uh, the that Masters of Scale podcast with uh, Hoffman Reed Hoffman Reed yeah when he when he interviewed Reed Hastings from Netflix so okay. when Reed interviewed Reed and 
they he was just asking about kind of interesting things that Netflix does from a a management perspective and the two okay. things that he talked about were uh, the start stop continue and really rapid in the moment feedback mm-hmm. and when we were at tilt we had this very rapid in the moment feedback culture that truthfully kind of degenerated a little and I think part of it has to do with the fact that so much of our teams were remote because we had like London, Australia, San Francisco. So it was very hard to, um, and you know, Skype calling and video calling just isn't, it's not at that level where like empathy really comes across perfectly yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I think a lot of people just use it as an opportunity to just kind of shit on people in real time. If I'm being honest, like, it was it was less like a feedback culture and more of a kind of a shit on culture a little, which mm-hmm. which I think if you if you're not serious about it, kind of in the moment feedback can can be like that because it's not like you don't have to use the sandwich technique where you you know give a compliment then some feedback then a compliment. It can just be like, hey, I don't like it when you do this. And um, anyway, so. But the the one thing that he mentioned was this game called Start Stop Start Stop Continue, and you basically it's better actually when you just do it with one person, like at a at like a one on one setting or a weekly with your, with your team, if you've got multiple people that report to you. But it's also kind of funny said like if everyone's you know had a drink maybe and you're out at a social function and you can all kind of do it as a team, and it's pretty simple. It just as the name says, you would say okay, what's something that you want the other person to start doing stop doing and continue doing and um anyway so at mine the the stop (laughs) that um no i guess it was the start that my uh my one person on my team said is i want you to start actually using trello and i realized like even though i preach a big game a lot I am kind of like, it's like the, you know, like the parenting adage, like, you know, don't do as I, or is it, or kids don't do what you say, they do what you do, or, um, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, there's, yeah, there's all these, and I would tell everybody to use Trello, and I would probably, knowing me, like, evangelize and get up on my soapbox about how amazing it was, and then I wouldn't actually use it myself for a lot of tasks or I would just cram everything in on a Friday. And um, so for the past couple of weeks, I've been just really using Trello the way I used to. And my God, when you, when you just get into that habit, it makes things so much better. Um, Hmm. So, uh, but wait, when you guys are at Sago, do you have Mm -hmm. a physical scrum board? Uh, I started with that. Um, but as the team's gotten bigger, actually, as the teams get bigger, your physical board is probably even more helpful. And this is what we used to do at EA as well. We'd have like a giant physical board um, because it's like one central place that everyone can see. And like everyone, like the company, people in the company who are not on directly on the project, they can see where things are. And it's kind of nice in that way. Um, but at Sago, it's also annoying because if you do that and like, you know, you, you need to fill out details of a task or there is like, 
information being passed along yeah. or assets being passed along, then the board, that's where it kind of fails. It's really good at a high level, but it starts failing when you need more granular, um, yeah, more, more granular details. And we were using this tool, Asana. I don't know if you use Asana. Oh man, we um, just we literally just switched this week uh, from Jira on the marketing team to Asana. Yeah. So Asana is actually it's like a fancy to do list in a way. So it has all the I guess benefits of a to do list, but also the limitations of a to do list. Like it's just very simple. Like you just make essentially headers, and inside headers you have different tasks, and you can have subtasks. Um, but if you want to do something like a to-do doing done kind of format, you have to make separate headers and you have to just manually move it over from thing to thing. Um, there's definitely some limitations of it, but imagine just like a fancier like um, to-do list. But what's nice about it is that it's just simple. And it, you know, in Jira, you can get a little bit more complicated. You have all these fields to set up to fill out. Um, and for the art team, they didn't really want that. They wanted something that was just like, I can go in, I can just, I don't know, read through some things, add some comments, and then move it along without a lot of the extra overhead uh, that a Jira might um, afford you. So we use Asana, um, and it's, it's pretty good. And I've kind of adopted adapted that to kind of work in a um, Scrum style that we, we use in terms of process. Um, but yeah, do you, guys, do you guys assign point values and, and stuff? I'm not a big, uh, story, story point guy. Um, yeah. I like actually, um, so if we're figuring out like a task, we have like obviously the backlog with these the, like high level tasks and we take these, break them down. But when I break them down, I break them down uh, with the team in, into days. So from half a day to, I don't know, if it's anything more than five days, we probably have to break it down more. Right. Um, but I kind of just work in actual increments of days. Like, yeah. And do you do like uh, ideal ideal working days or realistic working days? Um, well, the devs estimate out, or even the artists, they, everyone estimates out what they want, what they think it's going to take. Um, I apply a bit of a multiplier on certain things. Um, some of it's subjective. Some of it is, I just have been through this enough to know that this is actually going to take a little bit longer. Mm. Um, sometimes I'm wrong, but it's always good to just kind of, um, pad things a little bit more, really. You know, you know, like when it's like the popular thing where they ask engineers how long things are going to take and you basically have to take what they say and you double it. Um, and that's not to say that engineers are estimating wrong, but there is a lot of other overhead that has to happen, right? Like you put a feature in that you're done, but the thing might need to be tuned. That might take another day. Um, you know, we have to kind of QA that if there's any bugs and we have to account for fixing issues and whatnot. Um, so yeah, but I just use days. I don't really like story points that much in the context of what we do, because like if you're making software for like, um, like at Hubba, it's, it's a Maybe a little different and it probably makes a little bit more sense you make like user stories for um, people from the retail side or user stories from people from the um, the um, 
I don't know what you call the other side of that. The I guess oh, the, like the like the brands and the vendors, brand, uh, brands, br- brands and buyers. So brands, yeah, yeah, buyers are like retailers or distributors, and then brands are anyone who is making a product. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, you you probably have different uh, users potentially, like marketers or, um, yeah, I I don't know. So yeah, it, yeah, it like like the more sense in that context, I think. Yeah, I find it. Um, so, are you like the ranking product person at Sago? Uh, I, my well, the CEO, I guess, is. But yeah, outside yeah, of him. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, because yeah. how much do you find you have to lean on, sort of like let's call it like formal authority versus earned authority? Like, if um, like does it happen often where? an artist or a designer or a developer will say, oh, this is going to take three days. And you say, mm-hmm. come on, you can do that in one day. No, I, 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 I usually will kind of skew that the other way. If they say one day, I'll say like, no, I think it's going to actually take a few more days. Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about why. And, but this is what's good about when you do the estimation exercise. So when you, you bring a couple devs in the room, so if you bring like a senior dev with a junior dev and you ask them like how long you think it's going to take, the whole point of that is really to get that bit of debate going on. Yeah. Um, and then one person might see it as a day, the other person might see it as five. So why is there that big discrepancy? And for the stuff we do, there's like a huge, and even the, you know, and anything really, there's the implementation details, right? Like one person might see it as, oh, well, we have to account for this, this, and this. Um, and the other person may not have seen that or maybe they have a better solution. Um, but a big part of that exercise, you know, it, part of it is for the estimation, but a lot of it is to really do the initial thinking and planning. And you're, you're kind of developing without developing, you know, because you're, you're talking about like what it needs to be, what it needs, what systems needs to ha- be in place, how it needs to feel and look. And um, I, I think that's really what Scrum is to me or Agile really is to me is really just getting people to talk and improving communication. I think everything else is to facilitate that. Um, but I don't know, that's just kind of what I, what I kind no, of think. Well, it's interesting. I like to me, the, to me, I think the power of the power of scrum to me is in the simple act of the, it, for the same reasons why I love the the GTD or the the getting things done framework is where you can you can train your brain to know that there's like a trusted system that you're going to look at on a cadence that'll help mm-hmm. you make decisions. Like I can add a bunch of stuff to my backlog, knowing that once a week I'm going to look at that backlog and then make a decision as to what is the most important thing, and it might be different next week than it was this week. Yeah, definitely. Because the world I, has changed, yeah. and and yeah. like, whereas obviously, like, and we don't need to, you know, we don't need to put waterfall versus agile on trial. I think that's, I think that's pretty much uh, a done deal these days. But even though I still see these posts every once in a while on on Hacker News, which I'm trying to just go on a diet on, I I can't. I, oh, I anyway, we can talk about that another day too. But the every like once a month or once every couple of months you'll see this post that says like agile is dead and then i'll read it and i always just walk away thinking ah that person doesn't really get agile 
or I'll walk away thinking, okay, maybe agile for certain software teams is dead. But if you're a marketing mm-hmm. team or if you're a team with a lot of cross dependencies, mm-hmm. I just don't think there will ever be a time when agile is dead if you're doing it. Or, sorry, do, do you use agile and scrum interchangeably? Because I just realized I think I do. And I don't know. If uh, the no, they're probably different. Like, I, I, you know, agile, I think, is like the parent mothership. And then there's a whole bunch of like, um, sex, sex from that. So uh, Scrum is just a form of Agile. See, and I think what I, yeah, and I think if we're getting into semantics, I probably practice Kanban more than I practice Scrum now, where mm-hmm. it's more just about visualizing what needs to be done and prioritizing mm-hmm. that. And then, um, like you say, having a conversation. So like what's super interesting for me is like the way my team runs is anybody can add card. Like I don't, there's no rules on who can add cards, but mm-hmm. ultimately somebody has to have the veto power to decide what gets worked on next. And I take ownership of that. So when we get into our, our planning meetings, like you said, it's very interesting. Forget about even how long a task is going to take, but just talking mm-hmm. about interesting. Why do you think this is important? Like I I don't think this should even be on the list. Like, I don't even Mm. think we should be doing this. Like why? And then it'll even start a conversation around like, well, if we don't start doing this now, you know, and it's like, oh yeah, that's, you're right. We, we should absolutely be thinking about this or, and you're right. We should be thinking about it now. I hadn't even, that wasn't even on my radar. Um, So do you guys, you guys do the, um, the planning together? It's very or, ad hoc for us. Like I, hmm. I have a small, t- I have a, like a team of four. So it's a small, um, so and it's funny because we sort of have like my team is acquisition and engagement. And then we have a bigger like full marketing team where we use. So the marketing team uses Asana. I mm-hmm. use, our team uses Trello. And then mm-hmm. we, so we still have to play with the, like sometimes we'll be working on a bigger marketing project, like something that involves partnership team the product marketing folks the design team the so that will all be managed in asana and i don't really project manage any of that because that's done by our our marketing services team we sort of have like a mini agency within the company that that manages all that stuff so Mm -hmm. um but for, for, for my world and our team's world yeah like anyone can just add cards to the backlog and then on mondays Mm -hmm. like Oh, today because it was a holiday we just have a quick half an hour meeting where it's essentially like hey like what do you want to get done this week and why is it important that's kind of the question that i ask and then you know everyone will throw cards it's almost like a negotiation for moving cards from the backlog into this week which is our kind of commitment that if you put it into this week you're publicly committing without consequences really that you're going to get this done this week um, mm-hmm. and if I disagree with something that goes in there, I don't, I don't really veto it, but I try to understand like, what, like, why are you putting that in this week? Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if I don't think it's a good idea, I don't, I don't like saying no. I try to just ask questions <laughs> so that hopefully yeah. someone will be like, ah, you're right. That's actually not, maybe that's not important or maybe we don't need to do that or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we do two week sprints and I do think like you mentioned, I think sprinting is 
to me like the biggest win out of the whole thing. Well, yeah, that because it just keeps everyone focused, like what and invisibility of what everyone's working on the next two weeks. And I think that alone is just nice. And I, I, I often try to sprint my life because it just keeps me focused on like what I need to do in the next in a, in a certain time box period, right? Oh, man, it's it's such a like it's funny we were talking about um about like uh, academic conferences and stuff and there used to be this joke in grad school about uh, conference driven development right where mm-hmm. you would just yeah you know you, you have this deadline of a presentation you have to do at a conference and you just just magically get all your shit done before that date because you kind of have to it's like anything in life right mm-hmm. and you're you're totally right that with especially when you have a side project or a side hustle the ability to kind of have these meetings with yourself like setting these deadlines and and just really obviously like you're not going to punish yourself or you're not going to fire yourself or something but really being serious about those meetings like the like there's got to be a correlation between people who set weekly goals for side projects and people who don't and success of a side project. Mm-hmm. Like there, there has to be because it's so easy. Like today, you know, it's a short week. I know that if I don't start planning my, so like I'm kind of off kilter this week cause I didn't do much this weekend. So now like I haven't even planned my able selves work for this week. So mm-hmm. I'll probably get around to that tomorrow night. That'll be Wednesday night. I really only have two actual work days now to do it because I try not to do a whole lot on weekends because I'm normally just gassed from, you know, chasing my kids for the for the day. Mm-hmm. So, like, realistically, if I want to have progress this week, I have to do it um, Thursday or Friday. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think about it like that, it just kind of puts everything into perspective of how short you really don't have very much time for anything. And so much of it is just a prioritization exercise of like, what, what can I do now such that the rest of this is insignificant, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, it's oftentimes, and the reason why I think the, the sprint board kind of fell apart for me at home was it became work to maintain that sometimes, or I would, you're working on a task and you put it on the board or you finish a task, but you put it on the board anyway to make yourself feel good. Like, oh, look, I just <laughs> did that, right? Yeah. Um, and so my new thing I do now is at the start of the week, I just write down like three things or four things I want to achieve this week. And that that's it. So I'll start every Monday uh, just reflecting for half an hour on like what I need to achieve this week. And I'll make a list. And I just try to systematically get through that list through that through the week. Um, and I, I know which of those items are probably like, okay, I really need to, here's a list of 10 things that I want to do. And really these are the three main things. If I hit, I'm, I'm, I'm a winner. And, and is, this, uh, is this in, in like including Sago? So this is exactly, this is what I do at Sago every week when I start the oh, week. Okay. 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 So this is like um, professionally, yeah. like what you kind of, like what you almost like, let's say you need to get done to just like do your work essentially. Yeah. Or they're just like a, a whole, there's a never ending list of things to do, but it's like, okay, this is what I want to focus on this week. And this is kind of a, what's higher, higher priority. And let's just, yeah. 
do do that. But it's it's really that period of just reflecting on and planning, I think, it, which is the important part. But I don't go through the rigor of like moving this to doing and moving it to done. And I just like this either I'm either doing it or it's done. There is no to do state. You know, when you're doing self projects, it doesn't really matter anymore, right? Oh, that's an interesting idea. I hadn't like. You're right, because there's there's some kind of a like when going back to that story where my um, uh, my teammate told me to like start using Jira. When I kind of just reflected on that on the on the walk home, I realized that a lot of times it's, you're right. It's because there's like a ceremony around like 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 you say there's work involved in just like adding shit to to Trello, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's actually why we switched off of Jira on the marketing side. There's just so much shit to do, like so many buttons to press. And so like, it's like, it's like visual productivity porn for, for the, yeah. right, for, for the oh. right project manager. My God, you can like, you can do all this crazy cool stuff, but yeah. who, who cares, right? It's like, yeah. so Asana, like you say, is so simple. It's essentially a to-do list that you can visualize in a Kanban board, like that, like with subtasks, with owners, that's it. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. And it just forces you to simplify everything. Like you cannot overcomplicate this. And yeah. I think that, I don't know, maybe you're just better at it than me, or you've been using that kind of simple system. Ah, I don't know. You're kind of inspiring me to, um, cause you know what I find I do is like, so here's probably what'll happen this week with, with able cells. This is what happened last week. I didn't actually write anything in the Trello board. But I, I knew what I had to get done, right? I yeah. knew that I had to, uh, based on our conversation last week, I had to add some kind of a way to capture that traffic that wasn't a douchey pop-up. And I, I decided to use, you know, like I said. And then what I did is yesterday, I just added that to Trello in the to-do column. And I literally sat there for five seconds and I moved it from Icebox <laughs> Backlog this week doing done and yeah. I got a little dopamine hit and I could have easily just not put that in there. And like, why, like, why did I do that? Who am I, who am I impressing by, yeah. by putting it in my done list? Like, Oh, I'm going to show Christina and be like, Hey, look. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you're right. Like why, I, I think you know. Yeah. I, I think it matters when you're when there's other stakeholders involved. When it's just you, I just find it to be too much overhead. Um, even like honestly, even Asana for my own personal stuff, I don't even use Asana. I just use like I honestly carry a notebook around and I just write in my notebook. Ah, oh, damn! You're my hero. I wish I, I I've tried this so many times. Okay, I'm staring right now at three moleskin. Uh, or no, sorry, field, no, field notes, no, no, not field notes, they're moleskins, that I have tried to commit myself to using. And there's something about paper. Like I can, I can sketch, not sketch, like actually draw, but I can sketch ideas out on mm -hmm. paper. And I find that I always end up doing my best thinking while I'm kind of drawing and sketching and stuff like that, which is no secret. That's like yeah. a really common pattern but i cannot use it for to do's i'm so trained on omnifocus that like omnifocus is where i run my life like my 
if it's not a nominee focus, Kent is not mm-hmm. going to get it done. Yeah. Um, but then like it creates this weird problem where like, so like I have, ta- so right now in my life, I have tasks to do in Jira because some of the things at Hubba that I do are still development related because I like to play a developer on TV sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then I have Asana tasks, which are shared marketing tasks. Then I have my team task, which we use Trello. Then I have everything else, which is on OmniFocus. So mm. like my brain is living in these four tools. Um, and sometimes I'll even put stuff in my OmniFocus that's already in Asana and Jira. So, but because, yeah. because I have such a, it's, it's like it's visceral routine where I look at my OmniFocus every day. So I do a full review of my whole life every single day. It takes me about six minutes. And to the point where like, if you follow the getting things done framework, you have a, um, like a, a someday maybe list where anytime you have an idea to do something that you, you know, just want to do, but you don't know where to put it, you put it in your someday maybe list. So mm-hmm. every day I look at, you know, things like movie ideas that I have like literally like ideas for scripts that I want to write and short stories that I want to write and a book that I've been trying to write for the past four years. And like, and I look at this every single day, but it, it just reminds me that these are things that I have like committed to do. And I hope that at some point I will do them. Um, Ah, See, I, that, 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 I I hate that, man. I hate that because, okay. I, so I, I've done that before. Um, but then every time I open it, it's just like a reminder of my failures. Do you know what I mean? Like you open it and you're just like, fuck, these are all these projects that I are kind of half done. Or these are all these things that I've talked about, but I haven't done. And then I'm just, then it becomes this, this weight of guilt that just like plagues you. It's like, remember, we, I think we talked about this before. Like I, I, I buy a lot of books and oftentimes I don't even read these books. But some, I used to be of the mind of, I can't read and move on to the next book until I finish this one. Even if I'm not even that into the book, but I feel like, okay, I I need to finish it or I can move on. And that just really bothered me. But I felt, I feel like keeping track of all these little things of all these projects and all these notes on those things is exactly that to to me at least. Um, So even with the book thing, I just stopped caring. And if I read halfway and that was all and I got sick of it I just closed it and moved on and I felt so much better about everything um, so okay let's yeah because I I've thought about this and I, I have gone back and forth a lot and truthfully I'm looking at my list right now and there are some things that are that are giving me a bit of stress so I'll use one here as an example so I bought a course, which was not cheap. I'm not even going to admit how much I paid for this course. That was all about uh, day trading cryptocurrencies. Okay. So I bought this in the summertime and there are 27 like lessons, let's call them. They're 45 mm-hmm. minutes long. And so I have, you know, 27 times 45 minutes. Again, for whatever reason, I thought I had the time to do this. I have not had the time to do this. And I have to look at that every day. So every day I have a project called Learn Crypto Trading, 
and I have one task here that says watch the episodes of that crypto product that I downloaded. Like that's what I, that's my task. And I look at it every single day at this pretty much the same time on the train. I just look at that and I'm like, yep, I want to do that. But my, so, so you're right. Like maybe this one is, is, is ready to go. Maybe I need to let this go and just say, okay, maybe I just blew that money and it's not coming back. Um, I have kicked a lot of projects off of this list, but do you, okay. So the reason why I put them on here is because, okay. So with, and I, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I, I make claims like I'm about to make. Well, when I read getting things done, it, it changed my life. You know, okay. it, it, and I'll tell you why. I was one of those guys that had a messy room and a bunch of shit. Like anytime I had something that I didn't know what to do with, I just put it under my bed. I just put it under my bed, right? Just put it under my bed. And there's a section of getting things done where he talks about doing this thing called, you know, your, your brain dump or something like that. And the idea is like you literally take every single piece of paper or every single physical thing and you put it in one place and you decide what to do with it. Are you going to you know, keep it, throw it away, or add it to your next actions list or whatever the the rule was. And my parents went away to the cottage. I had the house to myself for five days. I was still living at home at the time. And I decided to embark on this process where I went through every fucking piece of paper that I had and I made a decision and I threw a ton of it away and whatever, shredded it or recycled it. And I subscribe to this belief that he preached, which was that those things that you have that you are not looking at are still haunting you mentally. You're just in denial right now. So you're almost choosing to repress or to like, you're choosing to ignore the fact that you actually have at some level, there is like, there is like a background task in your brain that is running and every once in a while will remind you about a commitment that you made to yourself that you have not acknowledged because you haven't put it somewhere. And until you put it somewhere and look at it at a, on a regular interval, which is the weekly review that GTD preaches, I've switched to a daily review, you will never, that will never stop bugging you at the worst possible time. So the best example for anyone who has no idea what I'm talking about here and where GTD can totally just become a game changer is like, why do you have these random good ideas when you're in the shower, but then when you need to buy a light bulb and you remember that while you're, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know, let's think of something. Well, okay. When you're making dinner and you're trying to like time things and like you're, you're stressed out, your kids are crying and you're trying to make dinner and you're like, Oh shit, I have to buy a light bulb for that thing in the, in the backyard. But when you were at home Depot a week ago, you didn't remember that you had to buy the light bulb and you were right there. Right? So Mm -hmm. if you actually subscribe to GTD, I will tell you, and I will, I will advocate that if you actually write it down and you look at it and you, and you do that for a, a certain amount of time, when you are at Home Depot, if you have looked at your list within the past few days, you will absolutely remember to buy that light bulb at Home Depot. And once you do that 10 or 15 times, your brain starts to, to trust you. It's like 
your brain trusts itself and says, okay, the next time Kent has to do something, he's going to put it in this program, he's going to look at it, and he's going to remember to do it. And I'm not going to bug him about it when he's making dinner, because I know that he's going to look at that system in a few days, and then, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, so, you, so okay, I, I totally, and... But it works if you act on these things though, right? So in the clothes example, like you put it on a pile, you don't hide it under your bed, you put it in a pile and you're like, you deal with it. But then for all these kind of movie ideas or scripts you want to write or book ideas you have and notes for that, if they're not happening, is that just become that background process, that reminder of like, oh, you have to do this, you haven't done that yet. No, because I think it, no, I think it's actually the exact opposite. I think it frees okay. you mm. because it's, it's almost like you're, you know, it's it reminds me of that, that great Donald Rumsfeld, right? There's like the known unknowns and then the unknown unknowns. So, mm -hmm. and it's the unknown unknowns that, that gets you, right? They're the, they're the, they're the terrorist cells that you don't even know exist that are plotting to get you versus the ones that you know exist, Right. So mm. I look at my, so here, here's another one. So let's go to, uh, so movie ideas. So I have four ideas for scripts that I've always wanted to develop. Okay. It's funny because like every day I look at them. Uh, so he, here's one of my favorites. I love aliens and I love alien conspiracies. And I've always had this idea to make a movie where the star of the movie is this expert Photoshopper who basically gets called in by the government to Photoshop a bunch of really sensitive photos that have like spacecraft in the background because they're going to publish these photos. And then he unravels this whole conspiracy that like every photo has been doctored in space. Anyway, like it's just this fun yeah. way of exploring this whole idea that like there's like a secret space program and every time astronauts go into space, there's a whole team of people that like scrub these images and all that stuff. Anyway, it's a phenomenal conspiracy, secret space program, look it up. Um, and so, yeah, so I'll, I'll just like look at that and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Whereas I think if I didn't have it in this list every day, I would, I think I'd feel more guilty about it or something in the sense that I would remember at like a random time, like I'll be like watching a movie and there'll be someone photoshopping and then I'll be like, oh yeah, remember that idea I had for that movie? And then, and then I'll feel down and be like, why don't I ever do anything? Why don't I ever do anything that I, I say I'm going to do? Damn it, Kent, you're so lazy. Um, but I, okay, there's something definitely comforting about writing something down as opposed to just trying to hold all this in your head when you write it down it does feel good but i guess what i'm saying is if you're not going to act on these things is it just noise hmm. and i you know what maybe it's just like i am not a hoarder in any way like i'd rather like alicia she's a bit of a hoarder but for me if i have stuff i'm not using i just i'm really cool to just throw it all away um and then even like, you know, I lost my hard drive with all my, my projects or I just purged this because I'm like, whatever, I'll just start fresh. And I only care about what matters like in the immediate, um, maybe next few months. But other than that, I don't know, I'll email myself sometimes these reminders of things or like that's a good idea for 
a movie or a book or I don't know, whatever. But if I'm not serious about it, it just stays in my email and I never read it. And I never even searched it in forever. Um, interesting. Like that. Now you're actually getting me thinking about, about this a bit deeper. Cause you're right. Like, am I just hoard? Am I, am I, is this almost like a, a, a very light form of hoarding? Like, am I holding on to this? It's not a memory. It's like a, like, I want to be the kind of person who can write that movie. Like I want, I want to do that. And, you know, I think that, uh, I think we talked about the lottery. Have we talked about the lottery question on this podcast? I can't even remember. This is why we need show notes. But like so. the whole idea of like, you know, it's my, my go-to interview question where, you know, you ask someone, hey, if I gave you 50 million bucks, what would you do? You know, like, what would you do? And and then they'll say something, you know, interesting and you'll be like, okay, cool. Like, so why aren't you doing that? Like, why why don't you, you know, and, and Normally, I can truthfully say that, like, I'm doing, I actually, I really like what I'm doing. Like, if I won the lottery, I would go back to work the next day. Um, mm-hmm. And that's true. Like, I'm at that point right now where if I won 50 million bucks, maybe I'd take a few weeks off. But I'm not going to just not do, I'm not going to not go back to Hubba. I mean, I, there's a lot of really interesting problems that I'm in the middle of trying to figure out. And I would be damned if I were to walk away from those. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time, like, I think this is like my actual, like, I, I think I wish I, I you know, I, I want to be George Lucas. I want to be Steven Spielberg. I want to be one of those. I just, I love movies and I've always wanted to be a director and write movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so, but you're right. Maybe this is like a way of just sort of almost like holding on to that idea. <laughs> it's like versus, oh man, now you're, 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 like I want to run this experiment where I just like delete these these right now. I just like gonna, get rid of. It's gonna, I just it's gonna feel so good. It's gonna feel so good. Oh man, <laughs> Dude, this is this is really interesting because like I have another one on here which goes, which by the way we we I do want to talk about your literary uh, agent here because I actually have a book idea on here that I'm I'm developing. Um, I don't know. I think I've talked to you about it. Um, which one? The A is for apple, C is for C. That sounds familiar. Uh, so it's, it's like one of those like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's one of those like, um, you know, ABC books for kids where it's like, A yeah. is for Apple, B is for B, C is for, but yeah. it would be for programming. So oh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, you know, just like for nerds, like basically yeah. people like us who have kids and like, I read a ton of ABC books to my kids and I'd be fun to have like, E is for email, G is for Google, F is for Facebook or whatever. Uh, F is for function or, you know, um, yeah. you know, H is for heap. And then like, what's a heap daddy? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, there's a, a data structure. Um, so I, anyway, and I go, how about the, let, let's, let's just, we can take a jaunt into here. So, um, I reached out to an author, a local Toronto author who creates, I think some of the best ABC books. The, he, he wrote uh, Canada ABC, Toronto ABC, and um, I think it's Robert Covello. Robert Covello, I'll put it in the show notes. But I just reached out to him and said, hey, man, like I, I love your shit, and my kids love it. Uh, I've got this idea. I've got all the <laughs> – feels feels pretty weird saying I have the book written. It's literally like A is for Apple, <laughs> B is for Bike, 
C is for computer, like it's, or no, C is for C, that's the joke. Anyway, it's not a lot of text, but it's done. Like I have all the letters and I know what graphics I want for each and stuff. And um, I just said like, do you want to do this? Like, can you just like illustrate for this? And I'll, I don't know, you can even have like 70% and I'll take 30. I don't care. I just want to, I just want this thing to exist. And um, he basically responded and said, you know, hey, thank you. This is, sounds like a great idea. I've like I've got 50 ideas I'm working on um but he basically said like there 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 are uh literary agents and publishers especially in the kids parenting like area that are always looking for ideas because there aren't as many books as you think in those areas so mm. he said if you get something that's kind of developed send it to me and if I like it I will send it to my my guy basically mm. um and when i spoke to the other uh uh person who uh is writing a book right now that actually just came out um uh which i can't remember the name i don't even know if it's like fully out so i won't mention it yet until i don't know if it's like actually launched but um basically it's like this is such a game of of networking and who you know and the the way that they got connected with an agent was through a friend of theirs who wrote a book and it's kind of like turtles all the way down like it seems that everybody who knows an agent or knows a publisher got introduced by someone else who wrote a book who knows how the first person who ever wrote a book got introduced to an agent or a or a, or a publisher but it sounds like the best thing you can do is find somebody who you respect who is doing something similar to you, but not maybe competitive and essentially pitch them whatever you're working on and see if it's good enough just for a light introduction to their person. Um, mm. And it sounds like in that industry, it's very much like the movies or anything where people get so many pitches that if it doesn't come in through a um, kind of a trusted vetting process, your, your chances of success are so low. So like yeah. my advice to you is rather than like spraying and praying to a hundred agents, I would circle around like four or five authors that you really like and respect and yeah. work them like a real relationship and then try to get access to their people um, versus the, the, the spray and pray. So that's my, uh, that, that's my answer for you. I guess because they'll they'll have social proof, they will then they already have a direct line, and it's not a cold call. That's right, and I think another little trick is um, you could get them to like write the foreword. So, you know, books often have forewords, and it's an honor as an author to get asked to write the foreword of somebody else's book. And um, one of the things you could kind of you could approach them and say, you know, I respect your work so much. I know I'm nobody. I know I'm, you know, I, I want to be you and I'm not you yet or however you want to kind of, you know, butter them up, but say, you know, it would be an honor for you to just have a look at this and consider writing the foreword. Um, and then if you can get them to almost agree or get a conversation going about that, then mm -hmm. you can kind of slide in the fact like, Hey, so I don't even really have a publisher for this yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, it sounds like you're into this, you know, you're willing to write the foreword. Um, would you, you know, is this something that you could shop around or could you help me? Probably don't want to say shop around, but um, 
is this something you'd feel comfortable sending to your publisher or your agent to get their feedback or something like that? And I feel like if you're genuine and you've got a good product, like why wouldn't they do that? Because um, they would want to get associated with that product too, you know? So um, I, I guess I think mm. you're, you're better off going for a super targeted, high touch approach versus a, I'm going to send this to a hundred people. Okay. Okay. I like that. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, sorry. So, uh, hmm. okay. So just going back to this, uh, ah, so, okay. So now, so, so walk me through this. You, you wake up on a Monday when do you think about this list that you want to get done? Do you think about this? Like, are you writing this list down um, as the week goes on? Is it just something that you're sitting there on a Monday well, morning saying, okay, here's what I want to get done? You, well, as the week goes on, you, you're kind of accruing this list a little bit. Um, it might, for me, if it's not in my notebook, it's on desperate, like disparate, like stickies. Cause I, I think stickies are my, Oh my, if I didn't have stickies then my life would be over. But um they might be littered on a whole bunch of different stickies. I might consolidate it into in my in my book, or just consolidate it all on one sticky at the start of the on the Monday when I come in. But it's like once I come in, I sit down. This is the first thing I do, and I just sit down for half an hour and just write and reflect on what I need to do, what happened last week, and that that's all I do. Yeah, but this is only this is pertinent for like my my work week and maybe I do it sometimes a little bit for my personal life as well but um yeah this doesn't allow me to keep track of like book ideas and all these other things like yeah I just don't really do that so what if it's like um your anniversary or like Alicia's birthday and you have to you know go buy a present or go you know you have to call a hotel to plan something or whatever like does that stuff go into that list too, or is it is it strictly work stuff? It's strictly work stuff. Um, I but see at the same time, I'm not the most like organized of people. Like I think a lot of that stuff would fall off my radar, um, mm. and that's probably not good either, right? Like you mean more so, personal stuff? Yeah, or like if I had to buy a light bulb at like Home Depot or whatever you know, I'm more like, oh, okay, I need a light bulb now and I'll let it just be dark for a couple of days until <laughs> I get around to doing it. Um, because I just, whatever, it, 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 there's a certain like priority of things in my life. And if it's not of like utmost importance right now, I'm just not going to do it. Um, but I, maybe that just makes me lazy. I, I don't know. Um, oh, it's interesting because it could also kind of make you very, like there's sort of a, there's like a Zen simplicity to that, right? Where um, sometimes I, I reflect on my life and I'm like, my life is pretty fucking complicated. Like it's, it's quite busy, you know? And kids, like Christine and I have always been busy. We've never been like, we've never just sort of like, but we're, like it's not, it's not hectic. Like it's not like we're, we're uptight or anything. We're, we're just, we're just busy. Like we always kind of have something we're working on either personally or together or, or, um, you know, we want to do like, we're always kind of, I don't know, like we're, we're kind of moving towards something, which I think mm -hmm. is good in that there's always motion there, but 
you're right at the same time like like who who am i impressing by making sure that i get the light bulb at home depot when i have to like does that really make or break my my week i, I don't know i i do I, I do get like a, a sense of accomplishment when I can just like feel like I'm kind of this like uber productive person, truthfully. Like when I, when I'm really firing, like if I'm, if I'm really writing down the shit that I need to get done in OmniFocus and I'm reviewing it and I'm, and I'm thinking ahead and I'm being proactive and I'm, man, like I, I can, I can switch into this very productive feeling mode, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily getting a whole lot more done or I'm not quadrupling my salary or I'm not changing mm-hmm. the world. Like I'm, I'm just, you know, getting really good at buying toilet paper when we need it. Uh, and making sure that I respond to all my emails, you know, when I, so yeah, maybe it's like an, adv- maybe it's a pencil problem, you know? I mean, maybe, maybe, um, yeah, maybe it's a pencil problem. I hadn't really like, thought about that. I, I don't know, like, just for me, like, for in case, in the example of the light bulb, it only, I only get, by the time it makes it onto my list, that means I really have to get it done. But hmm. it, weeks might go by before it makes it on my list because it's just not that important. But then when a few of them start burning out and then I'm like, okay, now it's kind of dark in the kitchen and I can't do anything, I'm going to have to get that light. And then it'll make it on my sticky list or to-do list or something um for that week even if you were it's like just, yeah even if you're like walking home right past the light bulb store don't you kind of then when you get home and you see the light bulb that's burnt out and you're like oh i'm an idiot i was just at you know uh canadian tire or i was just at shoppers i could have easily picked this light up like doesn't it doesn't that bother you mm, no not not really you would think it would but it doesn't really, but <laughs> I'm sure, but you know what, for Alicia, it would kill her. Like it would bother her so much. Um, I also am allowed to be like this because Alicia is very organized and she is probably like, oh, it's out. I'm going to go to the store right now and get it. Right. Yeah. Um, so she kind of balances that out a little bit. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's different, man. Yeah, maybe I'm more organized than I Maybe I'm. Maybe I actually have more structure. Because I mean, if you were to ask most people who know me very well, like is Kent an organized person? Absolutely not. Like I am. I am not. I have to f- struggle against the entropy of my life to add order to it. You know, and mm-hmm. I. But I think that's one of my best features too. Is that I'm kind of all over the place, but I somehow manage to kind of make that work. Um, Whereas, you know, going back to the whole thing with the team, like you kind of can't do that when you're, when you have a team, you really need to be organized and you need to add structure. And I I consider that the same with a family, like a family is like the ultimate team, right? Like you, Mm -hmm. you, you need to, you know, be organized for your, for your wife and for your kids and um, for your parents and for like anyone who depends on you or who you depend on. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Well, man, now you're starting to, you're, you're inspiring me here to, to play around with this. Like maybe I should run an experiment where maybe what I could do. So, you know what, now that I'm thinking about this too, I'm thinking back to my, like, I need to re-listen to GTD. I normally re-listen to it every couple of years. 
it could be that I'm doing this wrong. Like now that I think about it, your Sunday maybe list, you maybe don't actually review every week. You might review that every quarter. So it could just be that I'm, I'm, it's not that it's a bad idea to write it down. It's just maybe a daily look at the movie ideas that are clearly not going to move from day to day is a total waste of time. And they should live on a list that I look at once a quarter, at which point when I look at it four months from now or three months from, uh, wow, good math there, Kent. Three months from now, I might have a different opinion of it and say, hmm, yeah, am I really yeah, going to... For me, I would just put it on another list. I would sunset that list. And when you're ready to tackle the movie idea, I bring the movie idea thing out. When you're really, when you're actually serious about it, because you're not serious about it right now. Damn, I think you're right. Like, uh, yeah, maybe I, or, or kind of like you said too, maybe it's one of those things where you, you just sort of email it to yourself. I do that all the time, right? Like to me, that's the best productivity hack. If you have a Gmail account, just email shit to yourself. And if you want it, you know, you can search for it later. Um, mm -hmm. And, oh man, it, it's Clear. funny. Like, I, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm not trying to make this dramatic. Um, I, I think I, I think I you have cut to out do there. this. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I'm sorry. I said, I'm like, I'm not trying to make this dramatic. I, I actually have a, a baseline of anxiety like I'm looking at it, I've just been staring at it as we've been talking and like, I know it's, it's, this is like, this is a, this is crazy. Like I, I didn't think I would. So the fact that I'm attached to this tells me that I do actually have to do, I have to delete it. And part of me actually wants to delete it, like not even put it on another list. Like I want to just burn this and see what that feels like next week. Um, yeah, but yeah. I can't, like I'm, I'm staring at the key right now and I, I haven't done it yet. Uh, cause I, I look at these movies, I'm like, these are fucking great movies, man. Like I haven't even told you my best ones. I, 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 I threw up the, I, I threw up the Photoshop <laughs> one cause that's my worst idea. I've got, I've got three better ones just staring right at me. So. Dude, just like, write that re email, email it to yourself right now and then delete okay. it. Okay. Hang on. Let me do that. Should I, take a so should I take a screenshot or should I, or like, no, no, I got it. I guess copy. Yeah, copy. sure. No, 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 no. Okay. No, and okay. It's, uh, hang on. I'll screenshot it and I'll add some metadata around it. Hang on. Let's do this. So we're going to say, Kent. Oh, God damn you. Movie ideas. How, how many things are on this list of yours? Not, not the movie idea, but is it just, does it look like one giant list? Is that what? Or no, so uh, I, OmniFocus allows you to kind of group things so, and whatnot, no? Yeah, so OmniFocus, you break things down into projects, and then each mm -hmm. project has a context. Okay, we can we can geek out on OmniFocus. Contexts are by far the best thing in the world. Oh, God, I, I'm honestly, can I just can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like Donald Trump sometimes, where like I, I talk in such hyperbole when I catch myself doing it. I feel like how do how do people believe anything I say? Because everything I say is a life changing best thing ever, and I do it on a daily basis. I've done it three times on this podcast, and it's it's one of my worst qualities. Where I I, I am so close to Trump with the amount of hyperbole I use, 
it's not it's not fake news. It's not a lie. But it, there's no fucking way that what I'm about to say is actually going to change your life. But when you when you write a to do down, and then you add the context of where can I actually get this thing done? So this for me is when I, I go into this like uber productivity mode where especially if I have phone calls to make or emails to write. So you say like, okay, I need to email Nick ideas for next week's podcast. And then I'll add a context called email. Then mm-hmm. if I have like 15 minutes, I'll just pull up my email context and it just shows me here's everything you can do inside an email browser, like inside Gmail. And there's like mm-hmm. maybe 15 emails in there for a week. Mm-hmm. And I'll just sit there and if I have 15 minutes, I'll just boom. I just run through those things and you just pick up momentum because you're in the same app, in the same context, in the same mind. And you mm-hmm. can just just bulldoze like 20 things in such a small amount of time versus mm-hmm. like having to context switch. Anyway, OmniFocus, it's fucking expensive. It's like 50 bucks. It's worth every penny if you're on a Mac. Um, and okay, so hang on. I got distracted. So I am taking a screenshot and I'm saying movie ideas. I'm going to say, fuck you, Nick. This email to myself. And then I'm going to say, oh my God. One day I'll play the rest of these amazing movies. Uh, let me, okay. I'm not even going to tell you the name. I'm not even going to pitch you the plot of this. I just want to tell you, I had the name of a character called John Case, okay? John yeah. Case, like J-O-H-N, last name C-A-S-E. I thought it was a super powerful, compact, and this is an action movie, John Case. And then fucking John Wick comes out. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, dude, that is one, such a better last name, Wick. Like, you know, it's like fire. There's like an end to it. It's got this beautiful kind of metaphor and allegory built up in this one last name. And then my name, like John Case, just sounds so stupid compared to John Wick. So probably have to rename that character. But um, kind of kind of ruined the whole movie right there. Oh, it just it killed it, man. Um, okay, so I'm sending this to myself. Whew, this big moment. All right, here we go. Gone. Nice. How, how many how many projects do you have actually in your OmniFocus? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty,
project that takes has like more than one action gets a project in my in my list here. Um, okay, so really, really though, you use OmniFocus as a brain dump more so than a to-do list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the whole beauty of like the beauty of getting things done. If you if you follow the system, is that you never have to create a to-do list. Like you never have to create a priority list because if it's in your system, when you have free time to work, you just pull up OmniFocus and based on where you are, so based on your context, like where you physically are at that moment, you just pull up, okay, here's what I can actually get done right now, given that, that I have two hours. And then you just start working on what you can actually get done. Okay, okay. So actually, when you start the week though, the stuff in OmniFocus, do you then distill that down into like what I need to tackle right now for this week? Sort of. So this is why I was so interested in your little to-do, like your your simple to-do note here, because what I have been doing is um, I book myself these maker time blocks where I, you know, two hours a day, I just have this block of time that I don't let anybody book. And what I have started to do is just using iCal, like just my calendar, I will put inside that. So on like on a Sunday, I'll, I'll block out that time throughout the week based on whatever my availability is. I'll try to go even two weeks out so that I get prime time instead of like other people booking meetings around me. And then I'll use iCal to just fill in the name of the, like the event, which is just an event with myself with what I actually want to get done during that. And then if I look at like the four maker times I have per week, it's sort of the equivalent of your list. So like I'm, I'm blocking out time throughout the week saying here are the four things that I want to get done in these two hour time blocks for this week. But where my system has been kind of falling apart is because maybe it's the developer in me, I'll book two hours to get something done on Monday and then I won't get it done. And then I'll move it now to Tuesday and then I won't get it done. And then I'll get it done on Wednesday. And now I have a backlog of stuff I wanted to get done on Tuesday. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, dude, your whole process is stressing me out right now. (laughs) It's seriously stressing me out. (laughs) Um, because it sounds like it's okay. It's OmniFocus. When you describe it to me, it sounds like a gigantic backlog with no focus. It's, it's, there is no such thing as OmniFocus, like, because you can, someone can only really focus on one thing. How does it make, it doesn't make sense. Focus by definition is kind of like, <laughs> it's a very singular thing. Dude, that's a, such a good point. I never thought of the name OmniFocus. That's like an oxymoron. But then you're just making this gigantic backlog with no order to it. Because I think it, it's like it, back to the Scrum thing, you know, it, or if like it was like a, a Kanban board, you have like this giant backlog and you want to then, like, you don't have a sense of to do doing done for. Like you don't really, do you have like a weekly sprint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's what I was describing to you is my, like, that's my Trello. So like I have weekly, so I, I, I run my work life, like Hubba. I run my, my day job life by metrics. So I have weekly goals that I need to hit from a, just a pure undisputable metrics perspective. And because I'm in the acquisition and engagement game, they are, how many users did we bring in and how engaged are those users? It's two numbers. And, and I look at that, like, that's how I judge myself. And that's how my, my boss judges me. Right. So mm-hmm. 
everything I do is in service of those two numbers. And so my priorities fall out of those numbers, if you will. Like, I'm, look, I'll be honest, as I'm saying this, you're, you're kind of right. Like, it, it does sound a little, I think I'm, I think I'm bordering on like some productivity porn here where I, I love my 37 lists here and uh, like, like here, like here, let's play a, Let's play a quick game here. Like when did I create, I think OmniFocus will tell me when I created this. Oh, good God. Oh my Lord. Okay. So A is for Apple, that book I just talked to you about. Yeah. I added that on April 19th, 2016. Wait, that's not even that long ago. Hang on. Okay, that's actually not even that. Sorry, for some reason I thought it was 2018. So <laughs> it's too late. That that's actually not that. That's actually not that bad. But still, it's been on my list for over a year, um, bordering onto two years when we when we like. So, oh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess my 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 point is like, or what what I'm getting from you is that you have this gigantic backlog of things. Yeah. You don't really actively tackle these things. You kind of do. No, I do though, man. Like, you, I, okay, I, no, no. Sorry, sorry. You do, but then you have different tools for these things. Yes. So you have like a personal Trello board. Yes. You have like a work Trello board. Yes. All the other side projects don't really matter. They're, they're kind of the other 32 boards or whatever, or, or like, yeah, the other boards, they don't really get attention. They're just a brain dumping ground in OmniFocus. No, no, no. no. Okay. So here, I'll tell you what, I have, I have a, I have a project here called H-O-T-Y. You know what that stands for? What? Husband of the year. Okay. This is my husband of the year project where I try to okay. win husband of the year every year. Okay. So I've got stuff on here that like I want to do for Christina. Like I have a list of things that I, but they don't necessarily have a time. Like they're not, they're not time bound. They are like, okay. they are, they are placeholders for a state of mind or something that I want to like. So how do you like, to me, it's like, if I don't write it down, if I don't look at it, how am I going to remember that it's important? Like if I seriously, if I don't write down these things, like how am I ever going to prioritize doing something fun and nice for my wife? If I like, I, I don't know, like I, I need to have a way of reminding myself that like, this is something I, it's so funny. Christina, I got into a fight about this when she found out that I had this, she's like, that, like you shouldn't have to have a list you know like you don't need a list and, and i was like what are you kidding me like this is amazing that i have a list like how many other people have a list like you know it's like such a larry david kind of uh, a moment but like how do you keep track of other things like that like uh like okay like don't. like <laughs> don't like i i guess i see my life as i approach my life in like weekly maybe daily increments okay and i'm like okay it's her birthday this week i need to start thinking about what to do and i'll just but it's on the top of the pile now and i'm like okay let's figure this out now or it might be two weeks out or something and i'm like okay, okay. let's figure this out okay. now okay but i won't i won't waste cycles on it like a, a month out three weeks out generally i probably won't waste cycles on it like a week out you know, um, but I'm just more of the, 
in the moment kind of like, yeah, let's just do that. That feels good. Let's do that. I think that's going to be fun. Um, but at the same time, I can be kind of negligent. Like it was Mother's Day and I did nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> and I did nothing partly because I was struggling with it myself because I don't fully believe in Mother's Day because I feel it's just like a it's 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 like a commercial holiday and i'm like why why do we need a special day to tell our moms or moms out there that we appreciate them i was like hey, this is this is hokey i'm not i'm not into it anyways yeah, you're, you're, i, I kind of you are brave i kind of just talked myself out of it and really it's probably because i was lazy and i want to justify that um anyways alicia wasn't too happy about it but the next day or that night i decided to just I wrote little stickies about future baby anecdotal moments and I wrote like piles of a pile of these and I just kind of stuck it all around the house in different hiding spots. And she, she read, she saw that and she was spent like a, the whole day, the next day, like as a scavenger hunt and she found these little sweet little moments and she was thrilled. She loved it. But it's, I, it's just, but I'm more of a, okay, this sounds like a good idea now. I'm just going to do that. Uh, I don't know, man. I think you just got lucky. <laughs> okay. So I did, I probably did get lucky. Um, but it, regardless though, I will not plan. I generally won't plan things like a few months out. Like I'll plan things like a week or two. Out. Like I, what, what I find so funny, this is like, like I, I sound like a type A organizer and if any of my other friends or wife listen to this, they will, like, I don't know how you have somehow made me look organized in this. Like, I am so not organized. And Dude, how can you not be organized? You're omnifocused, man. No, but, but ah, oh, man, you're... Uh, like, think, if you have all these lists and you're not, and you're not deemed organized, then that means you're just not doing, you're not following through on your backlog. But, but, I, it, but maybe must- I'm but maybe I'm not, or maybe, but like I said, maybe what I'm doing is, is productivity porn where it looks great. Like I'm checking off the boxes, but maybe I'm, hmm. Okay. Well, but Hey, you know, you just tell Christina, she thinks you're not organized. You ask, you ask her, did she ever have to go buy a light bulb? You got that shit on lock and you, the stock, the fridge is always stocked. You've got all these, you know, you, you take care of that, and that stuff's taken for granted. I'm sure that is yeah, an hour an hour before we did this pod. I was at Loblaws, and I pulled up OmniFocus, and I was like, "Oh yeah, was there anything else we needed to get? Like, was there anything else that I forgot?" And it was like, "Oh yeah, we need formula," because I wrote that down like a week ago, and I was like, "Okay," and I just picked up the formula. So now, like, we had two bottles of formula, but there will be extra. Like, we won't run out of formula. Yeah. Um, Okay. See? Yeah, but, but 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 I think what what you're but but I feel like something is missing, and I feel like I think, and especially now with able cells, like there's definitely a like, and I think where, where it hit home for me was when I made the Trello and I literally created this fucking card and I moved it from block to block or from from list to list, and somehow thought that was okay and i had a moment where i was like you idiot like why did you do that you didn't need to who who are you who are you impressing like the five people listening to this podcast like who who cares that you put this card in done 
But you did it. You did it for that quick dopamine hit. You know, like yeah, I'm sure. Maybe, but but, but that's not necessarily just because that's wild. It doesn't mean that's a good reason. Like I kind of like your, I like the focusing function that you have of, um, like here's the things I just want to get done this week, and, like, I, I don't think I'm going to get rid of OmniFocus and my 37 projects because I truly do believe that by reminding myself of especially like. Like, okay, how about SEO? I'm not going to get into the, the, the weeds on this one. It's very important that I look at this because what it reminds me of is because, as you know, SEO is this long game, The the you can get stuck in the thick of thin things very easily at a startup. And mm-hmm. if you don't have a way of looking at these bigger picture initiatives that might need a Kaizen approach or a 20-mile march where you can't make, like, you can't you know, SEO is like farming. You can't plant all your seeds the night before you want to harvest. You have to yep, plant them months sure. and months in advance, right? Sure. So if you don't have a system to remind yourself to plant these seeds, you just won't do them. And this is why, and I'll go on my horse again, of why so many people just suck at SEO. It's because it's not hard. It's just, it's very hard to be consistent. And so, and I have a lot of those kinds of projects where, because I do try to practice Kaizen and I try to practice this incremental approach, like a lot of these projects only need like a tiny little bit of energy every week. Like they just need a little push every week. And OmniFocus reminds me to give these a little push. And truthfully, not to like toot my horn, I think it's why I'm able to do as many things as I do. It's because I am able to give each of these things just a little bit of energy so that every week I'm making progress on all 37 of these things. So, but what, where I think you're totally right is on that movie list idea, I have not put pen to paper on John Case. Like John Case has been on that list for God knows how long, and I have not moved that story. So you're right. Maybe what I need to do is an audit of like, what is just there because it's there and what really deserves to be there? Like, um, yeah. Uh, and, and I think truthfully, like I, man, I feel like I got a lot out of this because I'm, I'm going to look at this right after we're done and really try to go through like what is actually helping me here and what's sort of here more for ceremony. And I think that I want to think of myself as a movie writer and there's something about putting it in there, even though I'm doing fuck all with it, that makes me feel like that, if that makes sense yeah. in some weird, yeah. in some weird yeah. way. No, and, no, for sure, man. And uh, but, but I don't but, think that's no, it depends like, how you I, use it. If OmniFocus to you is like a brain dumping ground, then that that's that's cool. Like I'm not I'm not shitting on it. It's just a different way to work. So you, what what if it works for you, dude? And it it, it works for you. I just no, but you're a smart it. guy. Like I, I you're you're I feel like you have a very um no I I and that's this is why I I you know this ended up becoming our <laughs> our topic today, um but. I'm fascinated by it and I will probably have more kind of questions. So, and it's so funny because I was about to ask you literally the pencil problem of, do you use a pen or pencil to write these things down in your notebook? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it fucking doesn't matter. So I will, I, I'm, I'm going to try this uh, as a little experiment for the rest of the hey, week. I, I, I will say though that I think my approach is a little bit short-sighted. Um, so for me, like, let's just say that it was SEO game and I needed to hit up 
these 30 sites and you're doing it like one a day, two a day, I would just blast through the 30 in that, in that week. I'm like, right. I just get hyper-focused on like, this is this. I'm going to get this thing done. And for people who know me, I'm also very much like, I, I live in my own bit of a bubble and I kind of just, it's a, it's a Nick, it's a Nick show oftentimes. And I'm like, Oh, we need to do this. We need to go here. Then I just, I'm super focused on making that happen. Hmm. And I will kind of ignore the periphery of that. Or maybe if I offend someone along the way or whatever else, because I'm like, this needs to happen. And I think it's really, really important Um, because it's on my, maybe on my hit list for that week or two weeks. Um, Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah. But I don't know if it applies to everything, you know, It, it applies for things in the short term, but for things like you're talking about, like, let's just say you were planning like if you were if you were planning a wedding or something, the right thing to do is like you need to plan this months in advance because there's a certain order of operations that you know things have to line up. But I'll probably just blast through that in like a month or maybe two, and I'll get everything done. See, and but, well, yeah, but where I think you're you have I don't know if I'm. I will admit that I I think you could get caught. Uh, so I mean, let's just take SEO because it's an easy example. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think I would beat you. Yeah. In, in, with your strategy versus my strategy on SEO, I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident that I would I would win. But mm-hmm. the question is, I actually think what your system proves to me, which is interesting, is that you're actually more of like a like a like a capital B boss than you probably think you are, based on even what you just said around like, like you probably have such a tuned instinct on like, let's take Sago of what it takes to ship an app that you, and because I I know you and you've done it successfully many, many times at Sago and you keep getting more and more responsibility. Like you just like you, you have, you have not failed at this task of shipping amazing apps at Sago. You are killing it. So you probably instinctively know what should go on that list on a level that other people, because you have experience, because you know this very, very well. Quick example of this, I used to work on a construction site for seven years and the best supers, like the, the supers, like these, these are the people that like imagine, imagine coordinating a $45,000 an hour uh, cement pour where you have trucks that are like lining up to come in and pour cement and you have to coordinate all of this shit. And like, it's, it's like building a condominium, these guys, like it's, it's basically like building an app, but the stakes mm. are so much higher because every minute is literally costing. I mean, obviously your salaries are costing, but like their salaries are costing and they have like physical goods that are expiring in real time. Right. So, mm. but, but they're essentially scrum masters or they're like a, they're like you, of a construction site trying to build a condo and the best ones do almost exactly like you do. And I've seen them do it where there may be two weeks. They have about a two week buffer. So you maybe go every week, they have to go every two weeks, but they're not like, so they have an idea of what they need to do six months from now, but they're really not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's not written down anywhere. They know, they, they know what they have to do, but they're really living in like a two week window. And again, it's like the whole agile, like it helps them make decisions and shift things around. And like, so I think you're just really good at that. Like what it shows me is that maybe I haven't mastered my, 
job or my domain of, you know, I've only been at Hubbard for, you know, six months. So maybe I'm just not so in tune yet with what I have to do that I can just like be confident that I can make a list of things I need to do this week. And that's good enough. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but I don't know if I would say I'm a master of what I do. I, I also think I've always kind of been this way. Like, it's just, I am just, I'll, I'll, I'll go through, like, huge, like, sprints of things. I don't go for jogs. Like, if I do something, I do it intensely. And that's just how I kind of am. Like, I don't go to the gym, but if I go to the gym, I'm going to go as hard as I can. But, um, but again, well, what's interesting is, like, I think, you know, just when you listen to, like, like I listen to, you know, Tim Ferriss's podcast and like he interviews all, and I mean, you have like Bill Simmons and stuff, they interview these guys. It sounds like that's a common pattern though. I mean, I think that you seem to have more of that DNA, let's say, than I do. And I, just from my experience, listening to other successful people talk, you've got that very laser kind of focus. And maybe what my Omni focus is just proving is that what a lot of people have said about me in life is true that I just maybe have way too much shit on the go and I need to simplify, you know, like I kind of, um, I always thought that only focus was like helping with that, but this conversation, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's a, it's some kind of a weird crutch that's actually not helping, you know? I don't know. Experiment, man. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I do think like if it was me, like, I think old me would have done what you 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 you, you do with OmniFocus. I'd have yeah. all these projects on the go. I'd have all these like weird like current state of affairs for all these different projects, things I had to do for them. None of them would ever happen. I'd never finish them. Um, like you know that A for A A. I forgot the title of the book, but basically the ABC book that you had there. Um, I don't know. Like I just I probably just wouldn't do it. It'd be there. It wouldn't do it. But now if I were to do it. I'd reach out to a whole bunch of artists. I just try to get it done, but uh, nothing, no, no other yeah. project would happen. Only that project would happen, or only that, and maybe a handful of other things would happen. But that's, oh, that's no, kind of dude. It. Like, like honestly, it's like I can like feel this like thing unlock in my mind when you said that. And uh, man, I feel like this was like a therapy session for me. But no, this is I, I think, <laughs> no, I, I no, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I'm, I'm. I, like even what you just said there, like why, why does having this on a list make me think that this is actually going to get done? Like if I wanted to get it done, I could have gotten it done by now. Like if I really wanted that book to exist, I could have gotten it done. And so, yeah, like when I when it's ready, when I when I'm ready for that, I will get it done in two weeks. Well, okay, I mean, there'll be time and blah blah blah. But like yeah. I, you're you're right. Like if I just said okay. I'm done with Able Cells. I'm, I've sold to Whole Foods. Um, I am, yeah. I could probably sit down, and I would just physically go and meet with twenty of these art artists and pick the best one and say, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna make the like you're right. I could do it in in twenty days." And it's been on my list for over a year. All right, dude. I'm, I got some. I got some shit I need to do. My my ear, my AirPods are telling me that uh, they're almost out of batteries. All right, man. Um, I feel like this is a good time to end it, dude. I uh, I feel like I should be. I feel like I gotta pay you for this or something. Like this was, this was. Uh, I think I started. Yeah, I don't know. This was great. So I really appreciate it, and uh, I'll tell you how it goes this week. 
this is hilarious. We're going to keep it under an hour, and we're at hour and, like, <laughs> 50 or something, I see on my, my timer yeah. here. Yeah, and, well, an, hour, an hour and 40 from when we've been recording. So, yeah, we're, we're doing really good here at keeping it to an hour. <laughs> and this whole conversation was a tangent, which we yeah. agreed in the beginning to have no tangents. Fuck, man, I'm not, I'm not good at this, man. I'm going to listen to more Bill Simmons. All right, next week, I will be better. Okay, man. Okay, right. cool. See you. Bye. Bye.